You're listening to the Biz Library Podcast, a weekly discussion of important topics that affect both HR and learning and development professionals. Biz Library is dedicated to creating the best and most complete online learning solution that both engages employees and drives business results. For more resources like this podcast, be sure to head over to our website where you'll find up-to-date ebooks, infographics, and other resources, as well as SHRM and HRCI-approved webinars focused on creating better workplaces through great human resource practices and employee development. Hello and welcome to the Biz Library Podcast. My name is Derek Smith, and today we're joined by Mr. Brian Westfall. Brian, first of all, thank you so much for agreeing to join with us today. Hey, thanks for having me, Derek. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, just so our audience gets a better idea of who we have the pleasure of talking with today, Brian Westfall is a Principal HR and Talent Management Analyst for Capterra. In his role, Brian cre- creates content on trends in the HR and talent management market, such as leveraging AI in recruiting, HR tech investments, and upskilling a workforce. His expert insight has been cited in numerous publications, including Time, Adweek, and Entrepreneur. Prior to joining Capterra in 2014, Brian worked in journalism and online marketing. He holds a BS in marketing and economics from Trinity University. So, uh, again, we know you're probably a pretty busy guy, so we want to thank you for joining us today. Hey, I appreciate it. No worries. Okay, so uh, a lot of us have heard of Capterra and, and use it a lot in our uh, HR, especially software buying uh, needs, but you guys have done a study, uh, some research, and have a lot of research. One of them is on management training, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, can you kind of just run down sort of the latest research that you guys have about the state of management training as it is? Sure. Yeah, I think um, for those that aren't familiar with Capterra, we're the leading online resource for connecting organizations to the right software. Um, so if you go to Capterra.com. We have over 50,000 software products across 700 different categories. So if you're looking for software, you go to Capterra, um, you can research different products. There's all these authenticated user reviews that you can kind of compare and see which software would be right for your business. Um, So that's kind of what we're known for. But on the other side, and what I'm sort of in charge of is we also provide a lot of content and primary research to to help businesses. so yeah, I'm, I'm excited to present this research that we just published, I think literally two days ago. Um, so this whole idea of managerial development, right? I think businesses know that managers are important. When you think of your day-to-day at work, like no one has more effect on that than your manager. Um, but there's all this research out there that really shows just how critical a good manager is to your business. So this uh, think tank called Ease a World of Labor, they found that a high quality manager can improve worker productivity by as much as 50%. Um, But at the same time, uh, Randstad, they found that 60% of workers have left jobs or would consider leaving their jobs because they have a bad manager. So you're looking at the difference between 50% higher productivity or leaving the company entirely. Like that's a huge difference. Um, I just don't think it's something we talk about enough about how much impact a manager can have. Um, I think businesses inherently know this and um, they do what they can, but they're they're running into a lot of obstacles. So first of all, it's hard to hire good management, right? So we've had this record low unemployment forever It is super hard to find good talent out there, let alone good management talent. Um, And there's a study by Gallup that found only one in five, about like 18% of people 
um, and management roles have the talent to do the job, have the skills necessary to be a great manager. It's just hard to find inherently good managers. So where does that leave business businesses? It leaves them, they have to develop what they have. They have to work with the people they have. Um, and that's kind of where this research came from is how much effort are they putting into developing their managers and how do these managers feel about how their employer is handling their development? Cool. So the, we have two easy ways to talk about this. First of all is is um, how much time are we investing into our managers? And then the other one is how do the managers respond to that? And that's where I want to start off is how do managers feel about the state of management training today? So in, in if I were to sum it up, not great. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what we found with, uh, so we surveyed the 250 U.S. managers for the survey that we ran. Uh, and what we found was a lot of companies aren't committing a lot of time to management uh, development. And um, there's really a lot of area for improvement. So what we found was 40% of managers have received two hours or less of managerial training in the past year. Um, so that's bad enough as it is. When you look at new managers, um, people who have been in management roles for less than a year in their career, um, really the people that probably need this development the most, that number jumps to 51%. So a majority of new managers in businesses have received two hours or less of managerial training in the past year. Um, and obviously they don't feel great about that. So 57% of new managers say they're not satisfied with the amount of training they received from their employer. Um, and that, yeah, that's that's not good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Why why do you think that is? Since you we we know most companies know the importance of a manager. Why aren't they investing more time into developing those skills? I think there's a few factors at play. One is the training that these managers are receiving is very process focused. It's you know here's how to file an expense report. Here's what to do when you're terminating an employee. Um, and we, we found that in our research, because we asked you know, these managers, well, what areas would you like to learn, be like get more training in? And processes were the bottom of the list. They said, <laughs> we're good on processes, we've been drilled on processes. So I think that's one thing. There is training going on, but it's more like, we don't want to get sued rather than we want to <laughs> develop you into a great manager. And then I think it's just the day-to-day -day sort of grind of being a manager. Can you make that time for formalized training? Can you pull people out of their seats when they have a thousand things going on at once to give them this formalized training that they need? I think a lot of businesses are struggling with that. Formalizing this, let's get managers together and really focus on their development because this is so important to our business. So what about those 43% that, that feel like their company's doing it right. Um, and we know not all of those companies are doing it right. Maybe those managers just say they are. But what mm -hmm. the, the companies that are doing it right, what are they doing differently? So the one thing we found from our survey that we found that they were doing differently is um, it, it comes down to mentorships, actually. How is that manager's manager helping them? Um, so what we found were, was that um, of those that said they were very satisfied with the amount of training that they've received, 96% uh, of those said their manager was very helpful in mentoring them. Um, on the other hand, those were, that were not satisfied with their amount of training, only 24% said their current manager was helpful. Wow. Um, so I think we see like very much 
the, the companies that are doing it right, it goes beyond this sort of informal mentorship thing where it's like, hey, I'm going to take you under my wing and I'll show you the ropes. It's this formalized mentorship program where it says, you're a new manager, you need guidance, we're going to pair you up with someone who's going to give you the skills you need to thrive in your role. Um, so I think that's one thing. Um, the other thing is definitely, you know, leveraging the right technology, right? Um, it's not about let's do this managerial onboarding program one time when you're promoted to a manager and then throw you in the deep end and see how you do. It's this kind of continuous, um, you know, let's give you the courses that you need so that you can learn. Let's customize these courses to your specific strengths and weaknesses so that you can get what you need in the form that you need it. Um, it's offering training on the job, right? It's like, I don't want to take you away from your responsibilities to go in a classroom to learn. It's when you're interviewing, you know, a potential person to become your direct report, um, having that on the job training sort of pop up in your face and say like, hey, here's some questions you should be asking in this interview. Um, here's how you should be conducting this interview. Make sure you do this, do that. Um, so it's a couple of things there for sure. Definitely. Um, so I, 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 you did mention interviewing and I want to switch gears a little bit because interviewing yeah. is like the most desired area for management training, which surprised me uh, to be honest. Also surprising is that one in five managers have accidentally asked an illegal interview question. Uh, so we're doing a bad job teaching some some things apparently as a as a uh, overall workforce. Yeah, I think so. I, I was surprised by that as well. But when I think if you talk to hiring managers, like look at their title, half of their title is interviewing and hiring. It's developing their workforce. But do they really think of that as like a primary responsibility of theirs? Or is it, I'm in my day-to-day, -day, oh, this applicant came in, I need to run out for this interview really quick. They kind of wing it, you know, they, they've done this a few times and then they go back to their day-to-day. -day. Um, I think um, that's where recruiters really need to step up, right? It's where recruiters really need to come in, get their hiring managers together and say like, hey everyone, this is really important, not only like, do you need to understand our processes for recruiting and hiring and, and what we're looking for in these candidates, but how do you conduct a good interview? Not only so that you leave the candidate with a good experience, but also, like you said, like one in five of accidentally asked candidates in a legal interview question, you're presenting a, 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 a liability to your company. Um, so I think that <laughs> that's where um, managers really need to improve is in interviewing and hiring. It's such a huge, important part of, of their role, but you, it's something that they don't necessarily have top of mind, I don't think. For sure. Uh, the other one that stood out to me is conflict management. Um, what's the deal with that? This stat says CFO spends six hours a week. That's almost a full day of the week uh, managing staff conflicts. So are is that just inefficient conflict management or, or what's going on with the state of conflicts in the workplace? I think that's just, that's probably the biggest jump when you think of someone going from like an individual contributor role to a management role. All of a sudden you have a team of people and you have to manage their differences or they don't agree, stuff like that. Um, and I think it's, yeah, it shows in that stat how surpri the surprising amount of time that managers have to spend just 
making sure their team is working well together. Um, so yeah, I, I honestly wasn't surprised by that, that manager saying, I need more help on how to resolve conflicts because it's something that's not natural and it's not something that they're used to before entering this management role. Um, so then the question becomes, you know, how do you build training around that? How do you, um, you know, present different scenarios and how do you get people to feel comfortable with this skill that, that doesn't really come naturally? So have you had, do you have any kind of insight into what types of training managements? I know we talk about topics, but what about like delivery? Do you have any insight for that? Um, as far as management training goes, what do they prefer? So I wish I could run another survey and just ask, you know, all right, now let's dive into the training aspect. You know, how do you want it? When do you want it? That sort of thing. I think that should be coming down uh, in the pipeline and soon. Um, but when I'm, when I'm thinking anecdotally, um, this idea of just getting away from this one size fits all, you know, kind of managerial onboarding thing that tends to happen in organizations. It's like, you're a manager now, let's run through steps A, B, and C, and then you're good to go. No, it's like, this manager lacks this skill, or they have this deficiency, and we find this out through, you know, assessments, uh, surveys, etc. Um, and then let's deliver customized content. You know, like if you're struggling with conflict management, like we talked about, like let's deliver courses on conflict management. Let's set up a mentorship program where we have a director in a completely different department of the company, but we know they're great at conflict management. Let's set up this mentorship so that you can learn. Um, so it's really about making people connections, but it's also about, you know, tailoring the the training to what each manager needs. And obviously that's that's an easier thing, it's easier said than done, right? Um, and a lot of companies are having trouble offering this kind of training at scale, um, but that's where the technology aspect comes in, right? Like that's where that can help and that's where it could be a big benefit for these businesses. Um, it's a lot of work up front, but then it's sort of managers guide themselves, right? As, as they go through and, and you know, they, they're, understanding their weaknesses, they're working on them, and they're getting the customized, tailored, specific training they need, not just this blocky, like, everyone gets this training and then you're done type of thing. For sure, yeah, sometimes, so we have a collection of like 8,000 videos, uh, training content, and people will be like, overwhelmed by that from time to time, but really, it's a benefit in that every topic from conflict management to interview skills are in there, but then also every style of learning is available. If they just have 15 minutes and they want to watch it a day at a time, they can do that. Um, so that's sort of like a, a, a great way to deliver training at scale, in, in my somewhat biased opinion. Yeah, but no, it totally makes sense, right? Like beyond like weaknesses and competencies, um, it's, you know, what format do you want that training in? Like your company's, you know, putting you in a classroom and you're like, I don't, I'm not into the classroom thing. I, I'm more, I'm a, podcast guy I like you know videos or, or you know whatever like understanding those formats um, either making those formats in-house or just finding them elsewhere and, and giving giving your managers options right so I want to uh, help hopefully paint a picture of great management to our audience so that they have something to aspire to as they go in, and work on training their management workforce I know you said Great managers improve productivity by as much as 50%. What are some of the other benefits uh, on top of productivity? Like, what does a great manager look like in the workforce? You know, that's 
That's an interesting question. I think um, it, it depends on the organization. It depends on sort of what that company does and what kind of people they employ and the kind of culture they have inherently. Um, but besides productivity, we also found, I mean, Gallup ran the study that managers uh, account for 70% of their team's engagement levels, right? Um, so it goes back to that idea of like, your manager can make or break your day and it can make or break your business. Um, but we have done um, content in the past where we delved into research on, you know, what kind of skills do good managers have in common? Um, I know companies like Google have done studies like this internally. Um, you know, think tanks and other research organizations have tried to understand, you know, when I look at good managers, what, what qualities do they have in common? And, and a few stick out. So one um, is this idea of predictability. Um, which you don't necessarily think of inherently. Like when you think of a good leader, I think you tend to think of this magnanimous, like uh, I don't know, like a like a Steve Jobs, like inspiring the crowd, and you know, whatever, very passionate. But what uh, what we found is that actually good leaders are, are relatively calm and they're 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 consistent, right? It's like you don't want to go into work not knowing what your manager is gonna be like that day. For you don't sure. wanna to have to guess, that puts you on your toes. So we find that good managers are very consistent, low key. Um, you know what you're gonna get from them every single day. Awesome. And then there's also this research from Gartner that found um, the best kind of managers, the ones that get the most from their people um, are what Gartner defines as connector managers. And what a connector manager is, is they, when their um, direct reports, when they need training, um, they understand their strengths. You know, um, you know, my this direct report needs help on you know presentations, and I'm really good at presentations, and I'm going to help them. Um, but they also understand their weaknesses. They know that well, I'm not great uh, on this, and I don't know if we have any training courses on this. But I know this other director at this other department is great at this. I'm going to connect them because that person can help this person. Um, so I think that's another important thing is hiring managers that have kind of an open network, right? Like they just know a lot of different people with a lot of different skill sets. Um, and they're able to connect their own direct reports with those people um, to give them the training and the skills and development that they need. Excellent. Well, unfortunately, we're getting kind of close on time. It's been an interesting conversation. Is there anything you think that we've missed that um, our audience needs to know about when it comes to management training? Uh, yeah, thanks. Again, thank you, Derek, for having me on. I think we've, we've definitely covered a lot. Um, if there's one last thing I would kind of hammer home is like this idea of having better data uh, when it comes to managerial training. I think a lot of it comes down to like I said, this blocky onboarding program, and maybe you take an assessment or two at the end for compliance purposes, and it's pass or fail, and then you're done. Um, but what data about your managers do you get from a pass-fail stat? You don't get anything. Um, I think it really benefits uh, organizations when they get their training technology stack in place and get better data about where your manager's struggling. Where do they need help? Where can you deliver them the training that they need so that they can support themselves? Um, so it's this idea of just like, if you dive into the data, if you have better systems in place to obtain better data about your managers developing, 
um, that's going to benefit your business um, immensely in the long run, right? Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We do appreciate you taking time out of your day. Um, I think we have a lot of great information that we can use moving forward. So thank you so much. Thanks, Derek. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this discussion with Mr. Brian Westfall. Here are three takeaways from this week's interview. First, most companies aren't doing enough to support their new managers. Secondly, managers can make or break your company. Great managers can increase productivity by as much as 50%, while bad managers can increase turnover by as much as 60%. And finally, customize a learning path based on the skill gaps that you notice in your management team. Use data to help you make more informed decisions. This podcast is brought to you by Biz Library, your online learning partner. For more information, visit us online at www.bizlibrary.com resources. Every week, we like to spotlight one of the free resources Biz Library offers to help our listeners master the concepts and our key takeaways. This week, check out our free ebook called The New Manager Playbook. You can find a link to this ebook in the show notes or on the Biz Library website on the resources page. If you'd like to appear on the Biz Library podcast or suggest a topic for discussion, visit us on Twitter at BizLibrary or email us at hannah at bizlibrary.com. Don't forget to click subscribe, leave a rating on iTunes, and share this episode with friends through social media. Thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Derek Smith. And I'm Hannah Brenner. See you next week.